Thanks for tuning in to the Campervan Podcast. If you're hearing this intro, it's because you're not listening to the premium feed. Access to that feed is free, and you can sign up at vansage.com to get it. So why sign up for the premium feed? Well, for one, valuable, exclusive content. I'll say more about that at the end of this episode. I love to cook, as I've mentioned before, and there's there are some common misconceptions as as far as what what is barbecue and what is grilling and what is smoking uh foods meats specifically so i thought i'd get into this for a minute and just just discuss uh the the differences a lot of people think that that lighting up some some charcoal briquettes and throwing some meat on the grill over those briquettes is barbecue and that is absolutely not the case that that's called grilling um you can make it smoking or barbecue but there's a lot that goes into to the difference now over the fire cooking uh such as over a firebox or or just a, as I described, just a, a basic set of hot coals and and um, and a steel grill. Uh, that's that's grilling. So, and that's by the way, that's the best way to cook a steak. Uh, you don't have to to go through all of the complexities of barbecue and 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 smoking. Not that smoking needs to be complex, but but um, to cook a steak, you know, high high heat and. And a grill, a hot grill, is is plenty to get that done. Of course, there are a lot of intricacies to that potentially as well, and and one should be mindful of them to get it right, especially if you're working with expensive cuts or dangerous cuts such as chicken. You want it to be cooked all the way through. Um, but we won't get too in into the details uh, of the, of those things in, during this particular episode. I just wanted to 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 clarify these these important differences. So barbecue almost always involves wood for uh, creating smoke and oftentimes involves wood charcoal, so charcoal that's, that has been created by burning wood. But that's not absolutely necessary. You can make great barbecue with, with a bag of briquettes. Uh, obviously a higher quality of briquette, such as a mesquite briquette, without a lot of chemicals such as the Kingsford briquettes that are so smelly and um with uh with I don't know what they put in there it's some, it's some kind of a of a petroleum product to make the briquettes burn evenly and um and light easily and and that's not really necessary some of the best barbecue is done over um what I would call raw charcoal chunks uh which more and more I see I see these higher quality uh, charcoal in, in grocery stores, just regular grocery stores around the country. Um, if you can find them, great. Otherwise, just look for mesquite briquettes and uh, try to avoid the Kingsford uh, basic barbecue uh, briquettes, although I, I'm guilty of using those sometimes when there's nothing else available. Uh, just make sure that, that, they're, that they're well um, lit, that they're gray, before as to as opposed to any having any black any of the black coal left before you put your meat over over that those those briquettes because 
they'll be off-gassing some nasty stuff into your meat, and, and you don't want to be eating that. So anyway, getting back to the difference between barbecue and, and grilling, uh, oftentimes barbecue in, involves some kind of brine where the, the meat has been uh, soaked in a brine for a, a f a, as little as 30 minutes and as long as 24 to 48 hours in order to break down the, the tougher um, elements of the meat, such as uh, tendon and sinew and stuff that's in the, the cheaper cuts, but oftentimes more delicious cuts, such as, um, such as brisket. So so anyway, yeah, that's kind of the first stage of true barbecue is brining oftentimes. And then uh, throughout the process, you've got very specific temperatures for the different cuts of meat. So as opposed to the kind of standard American uninformed approach, I'll call it, which is where you fire up the, the briquettes and then you throw some meat on there and then you dump some barbecue sauce on it and and the barbecue sauce always burns and the meat isn't done right and you know it's terrible so don't do that that's that's not that's not good and it's definitely not barbecue so yeah specific temperatures which is why you'll see a, a lot of barbecues have thermometers built into them not that that's necessary i when i when i'm not grilling out of the van or when i'm not barbecuing out of the van i will i will use a weber and just have an external thermometer i don't I don't have a super fancy Weber with a built-in thermometer, and that's fine. And and by the way, there are some really wonderful higher-end uh, barbecue setups that um, that do very specific temperature regulation and control automatically. And there's phone apps and all kinds of cool stuff that you can get to to really maximize your temperature control um, with you know power feeding in the the um, the fuel and all that stuff. It's not necessary, and, and I actually kind of enjoy using using the basic Weber and and taking the lid off to having to move things around to, to in, get the fuel right and the temperature right and all that stuff. I, I kind of enjoy that process, and I, and I like how it 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 takes some knowledge and, and effort to get it right. Uh, it's almost like a hobby thing, but anyway, the next stage for barbecue beyond brining and temperature control would be. Oftentimes it's called a mop, which is a vinegar and spices combination. And a mop may or may not include vinegar, but it's basically a, a mixture that you add with a, well, it looks like a mop. It's just a, a cotton, like a miniature floor mop that you use to, to soak up your, your, your mop material and then, and then spread it around the meat as, as the cooking process goes on. And that can make a big difference, especially with, well, with everything, actually. I've used them with pork, chicken, beef, fish. So, yeah, that's that's kind of another another important phase of really good barbecue is getting that right. And then you've got things like rubs and, and you know, just basic seasoning, salt and pepper and all that stuff. But so, yeah, true barbecue is, is not as simple as throwing meat over some coals. Um, that Again, that would be grilling. And the place for grilling is typically not with chicken unless you're being very careful with temperature and you're going to get it above 165 degrees for a specific period of time, depending on how thick the chicken is and, and things like that and the flavor that you're looking for. And, of course, fish, most fish will cook very quickly over, over a hot grill. 
and how hot that grill is going to be, how close to the coals or flame uh, is based on what kind of a crust you want on the fish or whether you want one at all and whether or not the fish is in a basket and whether or not the fish is <laughs> on aluminum foil and a lot of other things. Um, and of course, recipes are available for all of these things. And what I would recommend is go ahead and Google blue ribbon barbecue recipes and you'll find that a lot of the people who win for uh, grilling and barbecue competitions, big major competitions across the South and, and the Southwest and everywhere in the country really, they'll just share their recipes. They don't, they don't care. They're out there selling meat and, and, you know, and winning competitions that they're not concerned about, about ultra secret recipes and things like that, because it's really not, the secret isn't necessarily in the ingredients. It's in the time and the, patience and the quality of the wood you're using or the briquettes or the coal or the the heat source or the the type of grill uh, smoker all those things uh, so yeah you can find great recipes on on barbecue and grilling and smoking meats now smoking because w- really we're looking at this in three categories barbecue grill and smoke and again barbecue almost always includes smoking but Let's look at smoking as a standalone issue. You can actually smoke meats at kind of a low level by just having some mesquite chips or or some other hardwood chip that that uh, is is right for smoking. You'll and you'll want to you'll want to Google that for the specific meat you're using. But you can just have some hardwood chips soaked in water, and then you can put them in a little tin foil. You know, make a tin foil cup. And set them to the side in your your grill. So let's say that you've got your Weber or basic grill, and you're you're going to just blast some burgers or a steak, some steaks or or some uh, fish. You can go ahead and and set up that hardwood the hardwood chips and get some smoke effect in your meat, and it can really be wonderful even for a short period of time. And that's a lot of times how smoking is done. And that method that I just described, if you were to use a Weber, that's how you would do it. Even if it's for a long, slow cook. If I were going to cook pork for three or four hours, that's how I would do it. I would make a little cup out of tin foil, or use a you know a, a small um, baking tin with wet wood chips off to the side, and kind of adjust that throughout the process. Add add a little as it burns up, and things like that. And um, also pay attention to the direction of the of the flow of the smoke through the vents and the Weber and things like that. So, but the point is that smoking doesn't have to be a big, complicated thing like I just described. It can be really simple, where you just have some chips off to the side. But they do need to be down there next to the fire so that they're thro- they start throwing off smoke, and and that's going to give you that smoke flavor in your your simpler grilling approach. So, so uh, yeah, that's barbecue, grilling, and smoking. Now, I'll, I'll do another episode soon on over the fire, specifically over fire cooking. So like with a firebox, or if you're in a campground and they have a grill, one of those heavy steel grills and a fire pit, you know, where you just tilt the grill down over fire. There's so much you can do with that. I, I was just watching an original firebox product video on YouTube and I'll, I'll I'll throw a link to that in the in the show notes here, um, where the guy is actually baking over a firebox, and it's just a little simple little fold up firebox, and then he had a pan on or sorry a, a kettle on top of his firebox turned on its side, and it was a larger kettle, maybe a six or eight quart kettle, 
um, with a locking lid on it, and he, he had a baking pan that slid in to the kettle on its side, and he was he was baking. Well, not only was he was he baking uh, cinnamon rolls and cookies and stuff, but but also he was slow cooking pork in, in with that configuration over fire, and, and it, it just looks great. So I, I do want to do some episodes like that because barbecue, grilling, smoking, over the fire cooking, it's all such a wonderful way to prepare food out of a camper van at a campsite, at the beach, you know, whatever. So yeah, that's that. I will see you on the road. Thanks for listening. Once again, if you're hearing this, it's because you're not getting the premium feed. Head over to vansage.com and enter your email address for exclusive access to free, valuable stuff. So, what do you get? This is a daily podcast, but we only release six episodes on this public feed each week. Episode 7 is only for premium members. When you sign up at vansage.com, not only do you get early access to the Campervan podcast episodes, you also get episode 7. Each week, I'll send you a link to download in advance all seven episodes for that week. Also, you get the vansage.com newsletter that includes exclusive articles and links to awesome van life stuff not available on the site or the podcast. I won't spam you or sell your email address. That would be ridiculous. I value your trust and promise not to abuse it. Again, all this is free, so head to vansage.com and enter your email address. Don't miss out on the valuable free exclusive extras. Okay, I have a favor to ask you. Please help get the word out. Nothing beats word of mouth, and the best way to achieve that in the modern era is to share the link to the Camper Van Podcast on social media such as Facebook, Instagram, your blog, YouTube channel, or other platforms. You can also send it old school style via email or even text message. Also, iTunes reviews are much appreciated. If you feel compelled to head over to iTunes and give us five stars, that would be wonderful. Okay, thanks again for tuning in, and I will see you on the road. I've got the blue about me, so and so, and the dog got the blue about me. And I'm leaving this morning with my heart full of crying.